0: NBA Most Valuable Player, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis trailing the lob. Oh. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Two seconds. Middleton. Yes! Chris Middleton. Back jumper. Got Back it. it! Giannis
1: Antetokounmpo. Merry Christmas, and welcome to the Buckstar Tier. your special Monday episode of the Eurostep. I'm Ty Windish, and here's what you need to know about the Milwaukee Bucks and Wisconsin herd for the week of Monday, December 23rd. The Eurostep is proudly a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. The win streak may have died this week, but Bucks' optimism for a championship is very well alive, despite Eric Bledsoe not playing all week due to his right fibula avulsion fracture, which he suffered after a collision in a game last week. The week started with a bummer of a loss to the Luka Doncic list Dallas Mavericks 120-116. Milwaukee just never really seemed to click right in an off night for most of the team. The next game up was a lot more fun, as the Bucks hosted the Lakers on Thursday night. This was an anticipated game all over the NBA community, and it lived up to the hype, although some foul trouble let LA get back into contention, despite the Bucs dominating the first half. Rohan Kadi and I welcome Justin Rowan of the Chasedown Podcast to go deep on this game and some Drew Holiday stuff. So, if you missed that episode and just want to hear more about the Laker game or about Drew Holiday, go check that out. Saturday night brought the first night of a back-to-back and a blowout win for Milwaukee. The Bucks went into Madison Square Garden and handled business, winning 123-102. The Bucks rushed out to a 37-23 lead. Through the first quarter and held that 14-point advantage at halftime as well, eventually being comfortable enough to sit all of the key guys. As an example, in this game, despite notching a triple-double, Giannis played just 22 minutes. Finally, the Bucks started off on Sunday night rough against the Indiana Pacers, but course-corrected quickly for a 117-89 victory that was really put away midway-ish through the third quarter. The Pacers managed to go on a few nice runs and actually started off the game up 10-0 thanks to a lot of Bucks missed layups, but Milwaukee proved it was the better team by dominating late, including a terrific performance in the second half, where the Bucks outscored Indiana 58-34. This was the worst week of the season for the Wisconsin Herd, who lost twice in four games, so really not all that bad of a week. But the Herd did lose their chance at winning the first-ever NBA G League Showcase tournament. Wisconsin started the week with a back-to-back, and they split those games, losing a 125-124 nail-biter Monday night at the Fort Wayne Mad Ants before coming back home to win the next night against the Austin Spurs, 120-114. The Herd then hit Vegas for the Showcase and promptly lost, unfortunately, to the Salt Lake City Stars, 123-115. The Herd bounced back quickly, though, beating the Memphis Hustle 125-113. Memphis held a lead after both the 2nd and 3rd quarter, but the Herd stormed back to win in a 4th quarter comeback. In Ray John Tucker's absence for... reasons, Shannon Bogues and DJ Hogue stepped up big time, scoring 25 and 24 points respectively. The Herd's standout player all week has been Ray John Tucker, and it's unclear how much longer he will even be on the Herd. Tucker is balling to a ridiculous extent and is currently on a scoring tear. Starting with a road game at the Canton Charge on December 14th, he scored 36, 35, 35, and 34 points in the Herds' last four games that he participated in. He sat out the Memphis game officially as a coach's decision, but pending some sort of surprise news about a team rule or something like that being broken, it's that could be an indicator that Ray John has been called up, or at least is in the process of being called up. I was saying at the Herd's last home game and shortly after, I wondered how many more Herd home games I would get to come and watch Ray John Tucker. That could have been the last one. Hopefully, we'll find out soon. I will keep my ear to the ground for more information on that. For another perspective on the last week of Bucks basketball, here is your Milwaukee Bucks vibe check courtesy of Rohan Kadi.
2: This past week has definitely been an eventful one. We actually have a loss to talk about. The Bucks' 18-game winning streak unfortunately came to an end last Monday against the Dallas Mavericks, who did not have Luka Doncic in the lineup. It was tough to see the streak end as they were so close to beating the franchise record, but all the good things must come to an end, I guess. But the bad feelings did not last very long as the Eric Bledsoe-less Milwaukee Bucks bested the Los Angeles Lakers, who had LeBron James and Anthony Davis in the lineup. It was a great game and it ended up being the most watched regular season game since opening night. After beating the Lakers and cementing themselves as the clear best team in the NBA, it's difficult to not feel great about the Bucks right now. There was also a player who got to play his former team in a highly anticipated bout this week and it lived up to the hype. Wesley Matthews absolutely balled out against the Indiana Pacers, hitting threes and playing tenacious defense. Of course I kid, and we finally saw Malcolm Brogdon play against Milwaukee, and he showed how good of a player he is. While he finished with 10 points, 10 assists, and 3 rebounds, the Bucks handily beat the Pacers. If there is one thing to be upset about, though, it has to be the play of Sterling Brown. After starting the season very strong, the third-year guard is playing recklessly. It seems like every time he gets on the court nowadays, he takes ill-advised shots and fails to make the right play. Hopefully this is just a rough patch for Sterling as he tries to find his place within the plethora of wings on the Bucks bench. Milwaukee's next game is a big one, the long-awaited Christmas Day game against the Philadelphia 76ers on ABC. The last time Giannis played against the Sixers on ABC, he put up a career-high 52 points in a thrilling game. With this matchup likely being a preview of the Eastern Conference Finals, all eyes will be on the reigning MVP to see how he can put his team over the top.
1: Thanks, Rohan. Looking ahead to the Bucks next week, Milwaukee gets a coveted Christmas Day game, taking on the Philadelphia 76ers on Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. That is Christmas Day. Make sure to carve out some time among the festivities for the real festivities. Reminder that that game is in Philadelphia, and it will be the first time these two teams play this season. It should be a terrific matchup. The only other games of the week are a pair of fairly easy ones in the form of a back-to-back as the Bucs are in Atlanta for a game against the Hawks on Friday night at 6.30 and then they come home for a showdown against the Orlando Magic on Saturday night at 7.30. Three very winnable games for Milwaukee this week as I continue to believe the 76ers do not have what it takes to keep up with the Bucks. The Herd has just two games this week, both of them at home, both of them part of a back-to-back both of them on the weekend, and both of them against the same team. Wisconsin hosts the Lakeland Magic on Friday, then again on Saturday, with both games at Menominee Nation Arena at 7 p.m. This is going to be a real Groundhog Day scenario for me on Saturday. This seems like a only-in-the-G League kind of thing. Here is a new segment I'm testing out this week called the Milwaukee Bucks non Giannis MVP of the Week. Basically, the gist is the Bucks MVP of the week is boring because, of course, it's going to be Giannis, so instead we'll do the non-Giannis MVP. That said, we're going to go over Giannis's numbers and what he did this week anyway, because the Greek freak, you just can't overlook him. you got to make sure to give Giannis Atetokounmpo his credit, so we're going to do just that. As he usually is, Giannis was impossibly good this week. Atetokounmpo averaged 30.5 points, 13.6 rebounds. 7.5 assists, 1.5 steals, and one block per game, while shooting 58.4% from the field and 42.9% from three point range on 5.3 attempts per game. Over these last four games, and really for most, for all of this month, Giannis has been a legit three point shooter, most notable, of course, in the outburst against the Lakers, but it wasn't just that game. Giannis is regularly taking and making threes. It's, uh,. It's looking pretty sad for the other 29 teams at this point. This is all the talk was about what if Giannis has a shot? What if it was even close to workable? What if it was passable? What if it was a threat? It's certainly passable. It's certainly a threat. Giannis is now working in pump fakes from the three-point line. I don't know how you're supposed to guard him. It doesn't seem like there's about anybody out there who can do it alone anymore. Good luck, other 29 teams. Uh, it's an exciting time to be a Bucks fan as long as this guy is on the squad. But, in terms of the non Giannis players, I'm giving West Matthews the inaugural non Giannis MVP this week, despite him getting the night off against the Knicks. Bucks didn't really need full force for that game anyway. Uh, West took on some tough defensive assignments this game this week, excuse me, and did damn good work on both LeBron James and Malcolm Brogdon when asked to, which helped limit both of those players' to inefficient and suppressed scoring totals. On the other end of things, West averaged 12.7 points. 2.3 rebounds, 1 assist, and 2 steals per game this week while knocking down 44% of his shots and a terrific 47.4% of his threes. Matthews isn't usually going to light up the box score, but his defense and efficiency have made Milwaukee's starting five literally better than ever in the Giannis era, and his contributions were extra noticeable this week. If you enjoyed this episode and want even more Bucks talk in your life, you can join the Eurogroup Discord community, Screenshot yourself, listening to this pod, and tweet it to me at tywindish or email it to tywindishnba at gmail.com. The Eurogroup Discord has been called, in all seriousness, the best place online to talk bucks by the folks dwelling in there. Also, be sure to subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends, and follow myself and Rohan on Twitter. His handle is at Jr. Mine again is at tywindish. Until next time, Merry Christmas and go bucks.